And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the southern grain belt gets a major downpour over the past few days. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Showers with risk of thunderstorms, windies 20 and a high today of 18. Tonight, 60% chance of showers, risk of thunderstorms, the low 8. Tomorrow, mainly sunny with a high of 21, the low 8. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high 24, the low 9. Thursday, sunny with a high 26, the low 10. Friday, increasing cloudiness, the high 26. 60% chance of evening showers Friday, the low 11. Saturday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the high 22, the low 11. Sunday, sunny with a high forecast of 24. Normal high is 25 for this date. The normal low is 10. The sun rose at 542 this morning. It sets at 825 tonight. And around the province, Estevan is 15, Saskatoon 17, Swift Current 13, Weyburn 16, Yorkton is 15 degrees. In Regina, with light rain, it's 14. That's 57 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the east-southeast at 40, gusting to 58. Humidity is 89%, and the barometer rising 101.3. Light rain in Moose Jaw, 14 degrees. Winds are from the east at 37, gusting to 54. Once again, Regina, light rain in 14, that's 57 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at mcdougallauction.com. And brought to you by Edge Microactive, the new weapon against weed resistance. Visit gowancanada.com for more information. A provincial crop specialist says weekend rain will benefit late maturing crops in Saskatchewan. The weather office says Regina had 80 millimeters of rain since Friday. Moose Jaw, Indian Head and Estevan over 50 millimeters. Assiniboia had 37 millimeters of rain. The rest of the southern grain belt from Maple Creek to Broadview had about 25 millimeters or one inch. Provincial crops analyst Corey Jacob says the moisture is welcome. It's definitely welcome rain. I know there's some producers that are in getting into harvest swing with desiccation and harvest, and it's for the pulse crops, it's not as welcome, but for any of the later seeded crops, this is going to help with filling, anything with topsoil moisture replacement, uh, and even maybe into the subsoil, this is great for that. But, you know, it's still, we haven't had a good rain in a while, so I think this is quite welcome for producers. Just let's get the rain out of the system now, and then let's just get, you know, get into harvest and then get lots of rain in the fall to replace would be ideal. So you see it is quite beneficial and not too late? Well, it, to, to, to the later crops, it would be beneficial. A bit of a hindrance to the pulses, but we were quite short of moisture, and I think producers would still take it. We're just starting it on harvest, so it's not too, too bad on the hindrance side there yet. Generally, will it help some of the later maturing crops to fill and, and improve yield? Yeah, it, it'll help with with filling, like you mentioned there, you know, filling pods in the canola or filling the, the heads in the wheat. Maybe a bit on the bushel weight side, I guess we'll we'll wait and see there. As long as the crops weren't too severely stressed early, you know, in the last week or two or three when we've had this really, really extremely, extremely hot conditions. But, no, definitely beneficial in, in, in our opinion here. Now, this rainfall was pretty widespread across the grain belt and crops were in various stages of maturity. And you see this... Is this really a good good rain? 
I would consider it a good rain. It is a bit of a hindrance to the pulse crops, but it does benefit and weigh out and, and benefit other crops in the pastures and some pasture growth as well. So it's it's kind of a, a balancing give and take pro and con, but overall it's still way more positive than negative, I would say, overall. How much combining has been done so far? I don't have an exact number for this week yet, but we're still quite low. You know, we're probably less than 1%, maybe 1%, just estimating off the top of my head. We'll get some numbers when we run the crop report here in a few days, but we're we're just getting in, into the swing of things, seeing a little more desiccation happening, the natural harvesting happening. And the rain will delay, of course, harvest operations. Yes, it, you know, that is the one hindrance. It will delay operations, but if we can get some good weather and it dries up the, uh, you know, the, the rainfall and, and push can, can get back out in the field in a timely manner, it, it won't be too bad. We're, you know, we're sitting here August 12th. We have lots of time for harvest ahead. And you're expecting an average crop production-wise? So far, we would say, yeah, an average crop to stay on the conservative side, it's a little early for any yield reports coming in from, from the little that we have combined, but what sounds good now would be an average crop. You know, this this rain, depending on where the crop stage is, you know, it could impact quality, but it would be very minor. I, I think there's very little to no crop swath, but there is that, that possibility if, if swath crop isn't combined. And there have been insect problems and uh, many other crop diseases? Not overly right now like we had talked about the ascochyta blight issue in the chickpeas but that's kind of you know it caused some damage further back now that the crops are starting to come in a little bit it's not you know causing as much damage as it was previously you know we were seeing some root rotten pulses show up you know that's going to have an impact on yield if there were severe uh, root rot incidents in some fields insects we you know we are still hearing some reports of aphids and grasshoppers but as the crops mature and come in those insects do do less and less damage but you know previously in the past few weeks there were reports of of them out there in, in the fields and they were doing some damage there but we'll kind of get a bit more of a read once you start hearing some hearing some yield and quality numbers to to really the the overall impact of that the severity of the impact, which we're, we're hoping isn't really too big. It was more visual, hopefully, than, than a real uh, impact on the crop. The weather office says further north, communities like Yorkton, Saskatoon, and Outlook had a trace to 5 millimeters of rain. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions. The first name you should think of in the auction business. Call 782-5999. The fourth week in July saw a big drop in crop hail damage claims across Saskatchewan. The president of the Canadian Crop Hail Association, Rick Omolchenko, says mid-July saw 3,000 crop damage claims across the prairies, including 1,200 in Saskatchewan. But recent hailstorms have dropped in intensity and claims reached about 300. Back to July 22nd to 26th, this next report coming out. But we've had a lot less than we had the previous week of 3,000. We're around that 300 plus claims. So it's a lot lower than the previous week. But you still had 300 claims, you said. So where were the claims mostly hit that week? In Saskatchewan, it's mostly that Landis, Keffield, North Battleford, Battleford, Davidson, Simpson, Cupar, Southie, Moss Bank, Assiniboia, Gull Lake, Kenora, Cutknife, Spearwood, Elrose, Frobisher, you know, that kind of area. So it's pretty widespread again, but smaller storms. Uh, there's still some pretty severe activity in each one of those areas, but they're small areas, and some were hitting 
getting hit twice. They were hit a couple days apart. So that's kind of what's been happening this last week here. It, but it has slowed down tremendously from the previous week. Tell me about the stones. How big were the stones? They actually, there were some rings from golf ball to tennis ball size again, but not that widespread. Hence the lower amount of flames for this week. What do you expect for the rest of August, or is it really too hard to tell? It's it's hard to tell, Jim, but it's, you know, like there. I'm I'm glad for the little bit of a break. It gets the companies to, you know, catch up a little bit because, you know, if it kept coming 3,000 claims at a crack, guys would be starting to fall behind. But we have some deferrals that we're cleaning up now, being able to do that because crops are actually starting to turn really quickly in all across, you know, the southern areas of Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Alberta. The northern areas are a little bit more behind, but still the, you know, the daylight days are changing and crops are starting to turn and getting advanced to that harvesting mode soon. And that's when we don't need no storms then because, it's so close to the bin. Uh, there's still, you know, there's kind of the deadline for getting, uh, putting their policies on. A lot of guys have had hail in their areas, so they're not able to get any more insurance. But, you know, some guys are still be able to put some on for a little bit if they haven't had no hail. But other than that, that's all we're coming up with and we're catching up on claims. When do you expect to wrap up the July storms? That's hard to tell, too, because we're we're doing the deferrals and some just you don't want to do them too soon because you want to wait till that end of August where, you know, you know that that crop is not going to be hurt anymore and that what is coming is going to make it to the bin. Otherwise, you jump on them too soon and, uh, you know, we get a call in the fall saying, hey, it just didn't mature and it didn't make it based on the time frame. But, yeah, so hopefully... You know, we're getting them all done, catching up with the new storms and, and catching up on the old storms and deferrals. But it's hard to say what we're going to do, how the things come in the, in the future here. It could get worse. How do you describe the summer season for hail this year in Saskatchewan? Uh, average or above or below? A very active start. <laughs> like the the hail claims up till like last week were above the five-year average. Um, in June, the payouts were kind of uh, lower than the five-year average based on the claims put in were higher than the five-year average. But coming July here, you know, it started off really strong. Like I was saying last week, it was in that higher than five-year average. But now with the 300 claims this week, that's going to lower it quite a bit. And we'll never know what happens by the end of the month. If it uh, slows down like this, it'll be, you know, maybe on par or on average for the year. Uh, if it speeds up again, we could be above average than uh, in the five-year average. Rick Omolchenko is the president of the Canadian Crop Hail Association. The USDA released its August crop production and World Agricultural Supply and Demand report today. PI Financial Commodities Advisor Adam Pacallo of Regina says the USDA surprised market analysts by increasing corn production. There was definitely some fireworks that came and it was largely on the corn side of things. So this USDA report came out with the yield at 169.5. The trade average was 164.9, so uh, significantly higher on the yield, as well as acres, actually, about uh, $2 million more than expected. So as a result, uh, corn has gone limit down here today and really dragging everything with it. So that's where kind of the news is, is I think, going to be focusing on is really is the corn crop as good as everybody thinks. Uh, Chicago wheat today is down 30 cents now. Um, Kansas is down 28. Minneapolis is only down about 11, but still lower on the day. And, And soybeans are actually down 13 as well. Canola futures were down a couple of dollars following the release of the USDA report this morning, but a lower Canadian dollar is helping to offset the decline. 
Bacallo says grain prices may bounce back from today's declines. It really all depends on the situation, and that's what I like to talk to clients about is really what is going on. So for, let's say, there to be a positive night session or even going into tomorrow, that is possible. However, what you definitely see now with the evolution of, of trading in the grain side is a lot of algorithmic trading, and that's when if they see certain numbers and certain uh, signals to be selling, regardless of kind of what you or I may think with human interaction, it'll just keep pushing the market lower and lower. And that's where uh, producers need to just keep in mind to have a plan. And if, uh, if whether it's their hedging plan or, or even if they have uh, more speculative positions in the market. Adam Piccolo is a commodity futures advisor with PI Financial. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall as Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola rose 28 cents at $407.76. Oats fell 285 at 167.21. Number one red spring wheat went up $1.79 at $206.31. The rest were all unchanged. Durham, 239.51. Feed barley, 182.63. Flax, $479. Yellow peas, 223.54. Feed wheat, 127.78. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, September wheat is up one cent at 5.20 and three quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180 or Weyburn, 842-4574. And the Foam Lake Recreation Combine Lotto. Call 1-888-453-1998 for your ticket. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Donnie Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. Very snappy cow market here last Tuesday. Uh, they averaged 91 and change straight through up to $1.550 for some high-yielding stars. Very definitely a snappier, snappier go on the kill cows. The bull market uh, tops at about 15 They average $1.01 and change. You'd have to just call that one barely steady for the slaughter bulls. On the DLMS direct off the farm internet sale on Thursday, the 10 weight steers bring 175 and a half to 183. The nine weight steers at 181 and a quarter to $1.92.50. We had a couple hundred thousand pound heifers trade out of Swift Current at 163 and a quarter. The nine weight heifers, 168.50 to a dollar. 84. Industry news with the fire at the packing plant in Garden City in the U.S., one of the major plants. Certainly that will uh, be interesting how it plays out. That's the way it is in cattle country. Heartland Swift Current. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. We don't have the report. We have the latest quotations, though. The SIG 5 TCP BP2 quotes $183.81 per 100 kilograms. For BP4, TCP4, it's $193.49 per CKG. The outlook today, partly cloudy, the high 28. We're also looking at a chance of showers. In Regina, some light rain, it's 14, that's 57 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.